0: hey everyone god bless and welcome to a brand new episode here at hope ministries i am your podcast host as always kenny excited a little bit of a mixed emotions in this episode but again still excited to bring you new content in what god has been doing in my life and uh, i know guys it's been exactly now a month from my last episode which um you know it's been uh Quite a trial, quite uh, um, just an adventure of an up and down roller coaster since then and i 'm grateful that i 'm here today. Um, I just thank God for the opportunity to be able to bless my hearers and the listeners who are supporting this podcast so If you've been with me since the beginning, I appreciate you. But if you're brand new to this episode and this podcast station, I'm not sure what brought you here, but I hope that you take this time to receive a word from God for your heart, Um, a word of peace, a word of hope, obviously, a word of encouragement and faith. Amen. So guys, I'm going to get right into the episode because there's quite a bit that I want to talk about because this month has been adventurous, has been crazy. I don't know what to word it or how to explain it, but... Um, the title of this episode is One Chapter Ends and a New Chapter Begins. I'm not really sure if you can, um, I guess, guess or give us your best inference as to what that means. But um, I guess this introduction and the updates will pretty much lay it out pretty clear to everyone who's listening. So, um, this past month, uh, it's, uh, on, on, we'll start real quick on Sunday, uh, June 13th. Uh, My father, Raul Reed the apostle of our ministry, uh, the head of our household, the patriarch uh, of this family, um, passed away and is now with the Lord. Yes, it was a very, very very sad day um, for everyone who knew him, uh, even the people that were, I guess you could say, just bystanders of, of, of our family, the people who are acquaintances, people who heard of him in some way or form. Um, were very, very impacted by his passing. And, you know, it was a tough moment. My father uh, had a lot of complications since I was young with kidneys Um, later on in life. um, A little more, I guess, uh, accurately recently in the past five years, uh, more complications with his lungs. And he recently uh, was diagnosed with COVID back in December, along with my wife and I. And I'm sure you guys heard all the episodes during that tumultuous time as well. But... He developed some um, acute fibrosis along with pneumonia that pretty much made his lungs uh, not work to its full capacity, even to half capacity. And he found himself in two stints in the hospital, one in which he came back and the second one uh, obviously uh, led to intubation and it was tough for him to recover from that. And from his intubation, my father uh, breathed his last breath and is now with God. Um, And I won't lie to you guys, it was very difficult. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to be there bedside with him, with my siblings, my mother, a couple of people from church, and a lot of family, which again, during these times is frowned upon in hospitals. And we definitely felt the heat from a lot of doctors and nurses. So Lord, thank you for the grace, uh, for giving us the opportunity to be in that room and uh, giving them grace to look past um, their protocols and regulations and being able to, you know, kind of um, come together. So... But anyways that was on June uh 13th at approximately 3:15 p.m. Um on June 27th, now 2 weeks exactly which he passed away on a Sunday and two Sundays exactly after my father passed away my twin boys Cairo and Luca were born at 4:49 and 4:50 a.m. respectively um if you hear any cooing in the background they are with me in this room right now this is dad life and uh they're gonna be with me in a lot of episodes and a lot of events a lot of preachings and teachings and uh, my only hope is that they can do better than me one day and they can transmit what the lord puts in their heart uh with more passion so my job is to teach them and then they're gonna keep on going now that's pretty much the whole, uh, I guess, essence of, I guess you could say, from old, the, I guess the old one chapter ends and one chapter begins. But recently, as uh, last weekend, um, another you know, hit that our family took, uh, my niece, Lunabel Re Diaz, uh, who was born back in the end of May, I believe May 30th exactly, um, after her about month-long battle with uh just being premature and trying to get acclimated with her you know breathing and organs and everything she sadly passed away um and is now with my grand, my, my father and her grandpa her abuelito in heaven and um guys just keep my brother bryant and my sister-in-law stephanie in prayer uh it is not easy um what they are going through um, my brother, obviously you know sharing the the grief of the passing of my father and then having to deal with his daughter, which is also the first female uh, as born the new generation and um, it was it was tough it was it was kind of tough to to take it all in and that 's basically been the roller coaster that 's been basically happening uh, this past month and it 's crazy because since my last last podcast till today um, the reason why i 'm doing it today exactly a month is not only because I want to update my audience and uh, use this to kind of um, bring, still bring hope in the midst of darkness to people. Today is also my father's birthday. Uh, he would have been 65 today, and um, I'm celebrating and paying homage to him with this episode. So, you know, it's um, so much. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, a lot of things because of this were finally put into perspective for me. You know, I've learned a lot about how fragile and delicate our lives can truly be. And to be honest with you, tomorrow's not promised to anyone. You know, my father, again, if you didn't know him, the guy was a real-life Iron Man. The guy conquered so many trials, so many things that, um, you know, I I mean, many people would have basically, if you were betting against him, they probably would have taken the other way. But God showed me his goodness, his greatness, his provision, his supernatural um, divine nature um, through many moments of bringing my dad back. From the brink of death, uh, my father started his complications when I was about six, seven years old. So, you know, it's the fact that I'm 32, turning 33 this year. God gave me plenty of years to celebrate my father. But again, going back to what I said about how fragile life is, you know, I want to talk, I want to mention something the Word says in the Book of James 4:13 through uh, 4, sorry, 4:13 4, through 14, the Amplified version, and it says, "Come now and pay attention to this." You who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such city and spend a year and carry on our business and make a profit. Yet you do not know the least thing about what may happen in your life. What is secure in your life? You are merely a vapor, like a puff of smoke or a wisp of steam from a cooking pot that is visible for a little while and then vanishes into thin air. You know, I'm not trying to bring a negative cloud to all this, but I want to put into perspective a lot of what is basically, you know, um, going on um, from what I'm personally receiving during these dark times, you know. A lot of us are making plans and we're doing all these things to to i guess you can say self-promote and build an empire and and i'm not going to go say i'm not going to go as extreme and say we're we're paper chasing and fame chasing or or whatever that is but i think a lot of us are just so determined to to make something of ourselves maybe we've been instilled this from our parents or what we see on tv we see from our fellow peers right but You know, for me, I kind of took a different angle. You know, I kind of um, just been humbled a lot as far as my perspective of what I deem to be significant or important. You know, I've learned to cherish those who are with us right now. I mean, how often you know, for us who have uh, both our mother and fathers with us, how often are we saying I love you or sitting down having genuine, authentic conversations with them? How often are we um, just celebrating not just holidays and birthdays and occasions, but just celebrating the fact that we can come home to a, a place, a, a sanctuary, dare I say? where we can be with our parents who birthed us and raised us and just love on them and learn from them, not have you know, adversity and you know, all this animosity between us, but to truly cherish those who are with us. I feel like we sometimes fall into the routine, or again, dare I say temptation, of believing that everyone will be around forever. It's like everybody's eternal, right? Everyone is never, I guess everyone is never gonna pass through death, right? And we think that forgiving, you know, uh, I guess on a different occasion is a sufficient response. You know, we had an argument, but I'm going to forgive whenever I so choose to forgive. It's weird because when we had that mentality, especially with my father and I, we had a lot of moments where we had some rifts and we had some, you know, disagreements. But in the end, I knew I had to forgive. You know, I, I knew that I didn't want to continue a relationship with him without forgiveness. Why? Because then that's how bitterness takes root. That's how anger, that's how resentment becomes um, the middle. Just, I guess you could say the skeleton of a relationship. And if you're... If you're multiplying relationships with bitterness as the roots, um, you're not going to have a lot of close friends or trustworthy people to share your, your confident secrets with or even your dreams with because, quite frankly, you're going to be the person no one wants to talk to, right? And no one wants that. I feel like we, we are absolutely certain that we will have a myriad of opportunities to share wonderful moments with our loved ones, uh, which is why we put an emphasis on our personal pursuit. So what I mean by that is... Um, A lot of times we're like, okay, I know I have uh, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a mother, a father, a son or daughter, uh, a cousin, a nephew, a sibling, whatever it is, but they know I'm always going to be there. But since they know that, let me go pay attention to everything else life has to offer. And I think that is one of the biggest deceptions that Satan himself has basically convinced us of it's okay. The, the, your mom's going to be there tomorrow. So just go uh, make that money. Go get that job. Go, go, f- go travel to Europe. Um, you know, you know, go go, go experiment, experiment what you want to do. And when you get all this emptiness and you're searching for that loving, that lasting, loving presence, you realize that back home, Your simple little home is where all the love you wanted was waiting for you, you know. And I don't want people to get so hell-bent on on personal pursuit, thinking that your loved ones are going to appreciate you more or cherish you more. Just learn to cherish them. Learn to live with them in that moment. I'm learning a lot that when my father was here, you know, we did have a lot of scuffles in the end. But not because I hated my father. Because... I guess my perspective was a little uh, skewed it was a little different then and we were looking at more of a business or a church or you know and i think we weren't looking at it more as as a a father and and son but i did learn in those moments that we had some beautiful exchanges that made it worthwhile and these past almost now six years i was able to to work with my father and, and put everything aside of my personal pursuit and follow what he wanted to do and honestly it's been very fulfilling and it's been worthwhile especially the fact that he passed away i don't have memories of him from 10 years ago or whatever it may be i have memories as fresh as like two weeks ago a month ago you know a conversation we had a tremendous text message my dad sent me and a tremendous conversation we had weeks before he passed away you know so it's It's definitely, you know, one of those things that I'm trying to to help not only myself process but any of those who are grieving and going through a tough time, I advise that you just put your personal pursuit. I mean, listen, there's a time and place for everything, right? Even the Bible says that. But don't let the personal pursuit be the only thing you're running after. Share time with your loved ones. Share intimacy with God. Put God in the middle of all things. And trust me, when times like this strike because death is inevitable, you're going to experience such a solace of peace that's going to really just, you know, transcend uh, the moment you're in um as the chapter of my father's life ended i couldn't think of anything else other than gratitude and honor he made a decision that changed my life and the lives of many other people he wasn't only thinking in himself but in our family as a whole both now and the future what I learned from my father and he, what he did, um, you know, my father could have easily been you know, so secure and set on pursuing the next model of BMW, uh, the next business venture he, had, he can open up, uh, the next revenue stream, um, the next sport that he wanted to play. You know, my father was very active in his young years, but when he gave his life to Christ, there was also a transformation of what he deemed to be significant. And my father, if he could speak right now, he would say my biggest prize, my biggest goal, would be that everyone in my family would know Jesus the way I know Jesus. And thanks to that, my boys, who are the new chapter, are a byproduct of the fruit of his decision. He won't, they won't meet him here on earth, but they will continue what he started. Life is all one big, beautiful poetic book, and each chapter has a divine beauty to it. And I feel like this new chapter that we're going into of Cairo, Luca, myself, and Laura is going to be a beautiful chapter where we continue his legacy, where we get to experience all and almost like relive those powerful messages i got a a huge shout out to facebook because i can go back and watch all my father's preachings and and just kind of bask in what he said and and just learn from him and, and and just take it in because you know i feel like even though we're in the new chapter now we go back to the old chapter not to grieve not to kind of sit in sadness and sulk but to just be thankful and cherish all the hard work that my father put in and i know cairo and luca will basically see a collage of their father grandpa their abuelo Um, through Facebook and through pictures and through our personal experiences. So, you know, I I think that it's going to be just, you know, overall uh, a pretty cool, unique experience. But I'm happy that we're here to be able to celebrate that together. So although it's been a bunch of mixed emotions, and I think that's an understatement, God's goodness in a crazy way has only increased in my perspective. I understand those who have questioned God and have, you know, are angered by such events. But me personally, I'm thankful that God introduced himself into my life before all this occurred because he promised to be with me through anything that life had to throw at me. So instead of these trials diminishing his goodness and questioning his sovereignty and his glory and his greatness, it has only made me believe and trust in him all the much more. This is where I kind of want to, you know, get to my audience's ears and their hearts. And I really want to help you just put things into perspective. Um, you know, when you give your life to Christ and you serve Jesus and, and not I'm not, just, I'm not talking about going to church. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about the things that we you know we I guess, use as a routine or or things that we kind of hide behind. I'm talking about when you genuinely give your whole heart to Jesus, there's something beautiful that happens. And the first thing that happens is that your heart changes, your perspective changes who you are, how you think, how you communicate, all those things. Now, I'm not talking about right away. I'm talking about in the beautiful metamorphosis from caterpillar to butterfly, so to speak, to kind of put, I guess you could say, a logical uh, example, an illustration of it. You start to really develop this whole different type of, of everything. It's like your flesh dies, and the spirit that God injected his holiness and his righteousness in starts to live through you, you know? And... um. You know, as opposed to me sitting here and trying to find so many different ways to take, turn this into a negative thing, because quite frankly, let's be honest with you, death is negative in any kind of sense of the word, any kind of, you know, def- that definition of the word. Death is something no one wants to experience. However, death is part of life. And the thing with me is if I understand that God is with me in abundance and in scarcity um, and in health and in sickness, if he's with me at all times, I look at these things, not so much in the perspective of how the world looks at it. I look at it more as like, wow, God, everything's going to come to my plate still, but you're going to be with me as I process each and everything. And I want to just read this word real quick with everybody. I'm sure you've heard it a million times. Uh, it's Romans 8:28 through 35. I'm going to read this passage and I'm just going to break it down how God spoke to me in each and every uh, part of this ver- uh, passage. So I'm going to be in the Passion Translation. Uh, if you want to join me real quick, I'll give you a, a quick second to, to do that and uh, we can read this together. So I will start here from Romans 8, uh, 28. And it says, So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers and and who have been called to fulfill the designed purpose. I love to see that part right there that it says, Fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. Now, someone probably listening saying, Ken, your, your dad passed away. Uh, h- how is that good in your life? Well, let me give you perspective. My father, again, like I mentioned before, um, had a lot of uh, health uh, issues, and he easily could have left my life when I was between seven and ten years old. Uh, he could have left in any single age between that, then and 32. I mean, there were so many ways, so many times he could have passed away. And the reason why I, I believe there's good in this is because I can cherish the fact that my, my father met my two nephews, Leo and Dominic. He actually even saw Luna um, in a picture when she was first born. My father married my sister and her husband, my brother and his wife, and myself and my wife, Laura. My father was able to see a ministry grow. My father was able to to to, to bring together so many families. My father did so many beautiful things. So not only that perspective but the fact that now where he is right now you might not believe it maybe you you don't have any supernatural inclination to believe heaven or hell you're just kind of an atheist through in th- through in uh, thick and through in but the truth is he is in he's resting in peace with jesus in eternity no more wires no more kidney disease no more lung disease he is living with jesus rejoicing with him so the good isn't necessarily in, the, in my eyes of what I can see tangibly on this earth. The good is the complete, uh, you, as you could say, the, the complete um, panoramic, panorama of his promise and his goodness. You know, so that's what it wants to kind of help you uh, process. That it's not just like, oh, but I don't feel good. It's not about just me, what I'm feeling. It's about the whole picture, how God's operating in his goodness. Amen? And that, that kind of hit me. So the next verse says, For he knew all about us before we were born, and he had he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. This means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Again, another example of God's goodness. My father gave his life to Christ, became a brother in the brotherhood with Jesus, Jesus as him being the older brother, just like me, so my father and i although in this earth father and son were brother and brother and in the heavenly realms and in the spiritual realm he now gets to rejoice with his older brother all his other siblings both male and female in heaven while i'm down here being comforted by my siblings here not only in my ministry but in the body of christ across the globe so you see how that works that's that's the goodness it's almost like a fellowship fraternity it's almost like we're always going to be around the people who call God Father and who serve him faithfully. So instead of me sulking, I'm going to celebrate the fact that my God is great that my God is good. And he already knew before I was born, everything I was going to go through, every single bit of the process. Amen. So, you know, it it helps me kind of look at it and say, God, instead of why is this happening to me, Lord, it did happen. But since you knew about this, how can you help me persevere and get through this and just believe in you that much more? The next verse says, having determined our destiny ahead of time, he called us to himself and transferred his perfect righteousness to everyone. He had called. And those who possess his perfect righteousness, he co-glorify with his Son. So, what does this all mean? If God is determined to stand with us, tell me something. Who then could ever stand against us? For God has proved his love by giving his greatest treasure, the gift of his Son. And since God freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from anything. He won't withhold from us anything else that he has to give. So again, this even this even tackles my, my niece and my father. You know, yes, is it heartbreaking? Is it hurtful? Is it, is it hard to swallow? A hundred percent. I am not negating or taking away the fact that this is not easy to absorb. However, how beautiful is it that my niece and my and my father are together? How beautiful is it that they get to rest with Jesus? How beautiful is it that God the Father decided to transfer his righteousness into us, which gave us access to live in heaven forever. So I know maybe to this point you're a new believer, or maybe this point you don't even believe, and you're like, Ken, this is a lot. Like, I thought everyone goes to heaven. I thought only murderers go to hell. No, the reality is the only way we get to go to heaven is through access through Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins and gave us that blood that paid for all the blemishes, all the sins, everything. And now because of that, I get to glorify and rejoice in the fact that not only I myself and my, and my two children and my wife and everyone that I know are gonna come to the kingdom one day and live with God forever because a man named Raul Ru has decided to say, I don't want my life anymore, I wanna live for God. Luna is, a, is, is now a product of that lineage. She's gonna fit into this in some powerful way. And even though I love, my, my brother and my sister um aren't really walking in the ways of the lord yet this is all part of the plan the woven together for god's goodness to enter their lives and enter everyone's life who's going to hear about the story so for me it's a major victory and for me i'm just so thankful that i get to have a front row seat to it and again what does it mean in the end if god is determined to stand with us who could ever be against us why am I going to turn on the God, the being who's with me in this process, knows my hurt, knows my pain, knows why I'm struggling, all those things. Why am I going to be have you know, have a whole argument against him if he's the only one I truly understand it's because he sacrificed his son and withheld nothing so that in a day like this, in a month like this, a, a tumultuous month like this, I'm able to look to the heavens and still say, God, you are faithful, you are awesome, and you are amazing, and I love you for who you truly are. Amen. Next verse says, Who then would dare to accuse those who God has chosen in love love to be His? God Himself is the judge who has issued His final verdict over them, not guilty. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one, for He gave His life for us. And even more than that, He has conquered death and is now risen, exalted, and thrown by God at His right hand. My father and my niece experienced death, but because of Jesus conquering death, they don't have to suffer the final consequence, which is being, living in eternal condemnation away, separated from God. So, in the perspective of their personal lives, they're both resting in peace. In my perspective, I'm in peace because I know they're in peace. It sounds like one of those, a lot of redundant conversation, redundant phrases, but I want you to just... I want to help exercise and flex those spiritual muscles to say, even though it's not ideal and it's not fun, I still get to know that there is a peace that's with these people that I love dearly. And for me, you know, I look forward to one day um, seeing my father and my niece in heaven, but more above all that, I'm actually grateful because I personally am going to be able to now to take the next level of this ministry, the next phase of what my, my father started and bring it to its... Not to its completion, but I do believe my my children will be the ones who bring it to its ultimate completion. But I get to bring it to its next level of what God determined to be the purpose of my life and my dad's life. My dad always told me he was the carpet, I'm going to be the furniture, and my kids will be the ceiling. And if that's the case, I want to rejoice more in the good, in the positive, in the loving part of all this versus drifting into the negative, because that's how everything gets thrown into a whole abyss of emotions. If we don't Choose to believe God is still good, this is where the spinning tornado of turmoil comes over. And now we're kind of in this purgatory of, is God good? Is God bad? I don't, I'm not sure, but I feel so and so. So I urge you, I encourage you to always remember this, that God is good no matter what happens. And, and he's with you. Um, the next verse says here, I'm, I'm wrapping up here. So how could he possibly condemn us um, since he's continually praying for our triumph? Think about that, right now, when this all happened, when my my children came here, which is a tough process with my my, my wife and I, uh, I'll get into that as I wrap in the episode, but as as my children come in, tough process there, my father passes away, my niece passes away, I have my God, not some idol, not some mute um, object, I have my God who died for me, interceding on my behalf, praying on my behalf, knowing that I'm going through a struggle, knowing it's not easy, how precious is that? to know that my god who is king above all things who could probably be go you know doing a, a myriad of other of other objectives he's deciding to pray for me and love on me and know that i'm going through turmoil along with my siblings my mother everyone in the equation that's a beautiful thing to kind of you know i guess um, to see and to decipher Um, And then it says, who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one, for nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. And bingo, there's where I wanted to wrap up everything. Nothing. And what does nothing mean? The final verse says, troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, even death threats? No, they are all, imp- they are all imp- impotent to hinder omnipotent love. What's well, that's powerful. I love how Passion Translation writes that. But think about that. Love, nothing can separate you. Can diminish His love towards you. So if you're going through adversity, if you're going through struggle, maybe it's not death. Maybe you got fired from your job. Maybe um, your family is giving you tough times. Maybe um, your dreams aren't really you know, unfolding uh, the way you wanted them to. But nothing can separate you. Nothing can diminish His love for you personally. So I want to encourage you. I want, to, I want you to get sharper. I want you to, to really trust Jesus in this moment and to really understand that He loves you and that He will push through with you. He will be there with you in a tough time and He will help you. But in the end, beautiful things will happen. Although death was all around us, although it was a struggle to kind of cope with everything, today I get to look at my two little boys and that's where I want to end this episode. And just be thankful to God, because though that old chapter, that that chapter that ended was tough, but the new chapter is so precious and so beautiful. And uh, Laura and I definitely have been through a lot. I mean, we've had a crash course in uh, parenting in the past week and a half now. But um, I'm grateful for every single part of it. I'm grateful that God has been able to kind of use them as a spiritual anesthesia for my, for my mother, for ourselves. Um, although we will grieve and we will have moments reminiscing, especially on his birthday today. Um, I'm grateful that my boys are here and I can celebrate life with them. And um maybe you haven't had your your, your new chapter moment yet. Maybe you're still in your old chapter and it hasn't been transitioned yet. But I promise you the one who writes these divine books of life, he's going to give you a new chapter. Something beautiful will come. Uh I don't know what shape or form it might be. Maybe the new job, maybe a, a moving location, maybe um something new. I'm not sure what it is, what you're looking for, but know that God is understanding your grief and your troubles, but new will come. You know, God's not going to give you new wine to pour into old wineskins. He will give you the new wine to help you into what he has prepared for you. So my encouragement for you, if you're battling adversity and battling struggles, um, if you're going through a death, if you're going through whatever it may be, um, never maybe maybe other things, maybe your health takes a hit, maybe your, your 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 thoughts are kind of left and right, but don't ever let God's love and His truth over your life diminish, because that's the one thing the devil and the enemy is always gonna run after, is trying to get you to convince you that God's love is not there and you are forsaken and it's not true you're hearing it today in hope ministries god is with you nothing can separate you not death not danger not, not deprivations not threats nothing can separate you from his love and even when death does take place he's telling you right now and whispering in your ear i'm with you i'm grabbing you i'm hugging you i'm embracing you and i know you're hurting but son but daughter trust me good things are coming I live in you, which means righteousness has been transferred into you. I am with you, which means you have eternal peace coming forever. I am with you, which means the people that you love are with me. So just know today this final hope of love and encouragement. When you truly love Jesus and you give him everything, he'll take care of even the things that cause struggles and cause frustrations. I love you guys so much. I'm, I'm thankful for for the audience I'm thank you for all you listening and hearing to um this this new episode i'm sorry guys it's been a month but obviously now uh based off what you just heard you can tell why that whole month hiatus took place but i'm ready to fire back i'm ready to keep moving um some good news as well too my book um release party will be happening this month i'm excited for that my my final edit just got uh, sent back to my um publisher And uh, I think it's going to be a beautiful blessing in transition. I was able to get my dad in that book, too, a nice little uh, dedication to him. So um, look out for that very soon. Uh, Crave Night is uh, the end of this month, too, guys. So look out for that as well. Uh, I love you guys very much. Um, Keep on moving. Keep on persevering. Keep on believing. And uh, until next episode, I love you guys. Have a great day.